Hello punters, another edition of Off The Map this week. I'm joined by Lee Dalton to go through a Golden Rose meeting uh, there at Rose Hill, of course, the rail. True, the track is currently in the good range at time of recording. Uh, intriguing little meeting here, Lee. Good morning, Brad. It's a terrific meeting. Uh, there's plenty of races there that have a lot of uh, twists and turns and subplots and uh, obviously we'll try and work through a few of them with the speed map, but... It's a very, very deep program. I also note there's going to be some windy conditions tomorrow, so whether that has an impact, if it, if it gets up as much as what the forecasters are saying, it throws another um, spanner in the works or at least another uh, intriguing part of the day. So we'll keep an eye on the weather as we go into tomorrow, but today's looking very clear. All right, the first race we're going to jump into is race three, a benchmark 88 over the 1,900 metres, and we're not used to seeing capacity fields in these 1,900 metre events, but even more strange is there's just so much speed here. There is. Uh, obviously, it's a fast tempo without a shadow of a doubt. Two of the go-forward horses in Quintessa and Badouche are both emergencies and probably not likely to gain a run, uh, but even without them there, fun fact is on the quick backup, 1,600 to 1,900, will be going straight forward. Thought of that who we haven't seen before in uh, Sydney. All the Melbourne runs are on pace and keep going. Nash has been booked uh, on Tonte. I'm sure there'll be a bit more... Uh, there was obviously intent to go right forward last time. Up 400 metres in distance. It's another that can roll forward. Made of all, fired up last time. Drawn wide here. Maybe you just don't fight today and just let Made of all run along. So it sets up for a seriously strong tempo. And the one that looks to settle a lot closer here than we've seen first and second up is Yonkers. Absolutely. Got barrier three for Tom Stockdale. Uh, Tom's new on the scene here in Sydney, but I've seen a little bit of him ride in Melbourne and think he's more than capable. Obviously, when Chris Waller's booking these guys, don't take any notice of my opinion. Chris is the, uh, the genius, and he's obviously put faith in Tom. So uh, expect Yonkers to be running sort of fourth, fifth, sixth here. Two runs back, drawn eight of ten, eight of fourteen, and eight of ten. So there hasn't been the opportunity to put Yonkers into the race, but without a doubt today there'll be uh, a chance to do that. All right, now race four, the gloaming stakes. A lot of punters will have eyes for Love Tap. Um, some may have not seen him because he's been going around in country races. What can we expect from him, map wise? Map wise, Barrier One and Nash tick tick, but can be a fraction slow to step. So I haven't been able to map Love Tap any closer than running sort of three back the fence, that was my say. I thought Street Dancer goes forward here, was able to win a, uh, a pretty strong class one the other day at Newcastle at this trip leading, held off reaching, who's quite highly regarded. Lions Raw rolls forward. Uh, you've got the Arrowfield horse with James McDonald drawn low. Expect them to hold a spot. So I'm just wary. If Love Tap jumps, can be a pair closer than I've mapped, but I'm very wary that Love Tap can be just that half a length slow in the stride. And where does Easy Camp Easy fit into a map? Look, I, I mapped Easy Campesi in front last time out. There seemed to be a little bit more of a uh, intention to 1,500 metres to ride that little bit more quietly. Yeah. Uh, I thought that they repeat those tactics again here and just sort of come across and take the one out, one back, but definitely has the natural speed to lead these if there was a bit more intent today. Yeah, you did hit the line quite nicely in the, in the dulcifier. Yeah, the her- that's... That's the other thing. Went, went well ridden in that manner, so that's yep. why I've said no change. All right. The Heritage Stakes is probably one of the better betting races across the card, and I think a lot will come down to the map here. So how do you think this will play out? I found it really difficult to map. There's a stack of queries in this. I've, I've said it'll be a fast tempo, and I don't think there's any doubt about that. Forbidden Love back in trip fractionally, but should be able to hold the lead from the good draw with Mabusha. Uh 
I've got Kumasi going all the way forward. I don't have a heap of confidence in saying that. It's 1,400 back to 1,100, but Blinkers first time, I just think you need to be really aggressive. Wild Ruler and Piermont, as you'd expect on speed. Return with Honours, another one I've got a question mark next to. Change of tactics last time to lead at Warwick Farm. That was 1,300, now back to 1,100. But Nash Book, that tells me go forward. Um, to another Gerald Ryan runner, time is precious. Led all the way on debut in uh, some pretty sharp time back as a two-year-old then hasn't been able to get up near the speed since. Led a trial the other day. Um, so what do you do? <laughs> it's so tricky. Even the Kiwi, uh, which has shown natural speed in the past but didn't begin brilliantly at Kembla Grange last time, is another that could add more pace to this. So I think no matter how you look at it, there's going to be a strong tempo and you probably want to be working around those horses that are going to be camped just away from the speed. All right. Race six, the Shannon Stakes. Uh, this one looks pretty rubber-stamped uh, as far as the speed goes. Yeah, there's a lot more uh, these horses that we've seen go around preparation after preparation. Rhea Dini, blinkers come off, but Rachel King, uh, that tells me intent to lead. Quacker Jack gets the blinkers back on to try and get him going again. I'm sure Josh Parr's going to be ultra-positive out of the machine. Just thinking of Miss Siskeland right behind. And as for I Am Superman, somewhere midfield? I thought midfield had the perfect run there at Caulfield last time. Just a, that, that, that's, that's typical of Mark Zahar. He just puts them into the absolute A spot 99 times out of 100. He's such a good rider. A little bit more of a tricky draw here, two further out, but still should have no trouble in getting into an off-pace position. And I thought looks like Elvis could use a nice draw to slide through and be running forward of midfield here after getting a little way back last time in the tramway and running really, really well behind Dreamforce. All right, the days feature the Group 1 Golden Rose. When these barriers first came out, I think a few people maybe just turned their nose up a little bit at the fact that Rothfire had drawn eight. But once you look at the map, you've got the, the obvious leader, at least, drawn one inside yardstick. Is it as straightforward as, as those coming across or could something punch up? I would have thought that Barrier 8's absolutely perfect for Rothfire myself. Yardstick with Tim Clark comes across and leads, and Rothfire just works across at his own uh, leisure. Kelsa will hold a spot, but I couldn't see them wanting to contest the lead here. It is 1,400, but I'm sure just tucked in behind the two leaders is the perfect spot. We see the, the two uh, uh, gear changes here and the winkers going on both Mamaragan and North Pacific. I think there'll be a bit more intent shown there by both of those uh, runners. But again, I don't see them causing any headaches to Rothfire getting across. Yeah, I did hear Nash say throughout the week on Sky Sports Radio that he's inclined to give Mamaragan a bit of a dig here and, and, and get him up somewhere near the speed. Whether he leads, I guess, is probably a little bit unlikely, but he can certainly settle a lot closer than what we've seen in his two lead-ins. Absolutely. I know going back to the size produce in the autumn, I met Mamaragan in front on that occasion. Mm. Uh, had had trialled really as a fast-going two-year-old prior to uh, his debut. So I'm sure the speed's there, but I thought midfield off-pace is about the spot. The one I did think could take up a more forward spot today was uh, Silvestre for Waller. Um, Tim Clark wanted to be a bit closer last time, but it uh, didn't work out that way. Go back to Canterbury prior to that. Set up second outside of Escaped in a reasonably solidly ran race, so I thought Silvestre can be a lot closer here. All right, the Golden Pendant. We've got Hawkbury on her, uh, a very short price favourite here. Now, she's drawn wide, but speed horses drawn wide generally isn't a big negative. I wouldn't have thought so. She was able to overcome barrier 13 or 16 first up. Um, 
she's a terrific mare. It's incredible. Like, um, it's just really taking his time with her as Chris Waller and putting together such a good record. I think this sets up okay. It'll be a fast tempo, but she's capable of sustaining that. Sweet Deal leads again, and Hawkbury on her works across. I think they'll be a bit more positive on positive piece. So they yeah. just sort of let them go a little bit first up there over the 1,200 to 1,400 should boot up. Adelong's got all the speed in the world, but I'd say at 1,400 metres, you want to try and contain some of that. Uh, so not contesting the lead, still obviously in an on-pace position, but I think there'll be more of a tendency just to take it gently, gently there early. Probably shout the bars, one that's going to be a little bit closer than what we saw in uh, that Scirocco Stakes. Has drawn out, but the step to 1,400 will assist. I was going to ask you about, about that Scirocco because the majority of the field come out of that, of that race. Are there any horses here that you think can land a lot closer than we saw there last time? I think Outback Barbie's the one that you can stamp as a, an improver and a, a, a map horse. Uh, Drew Barrier 12 there to 1,400 metres. Rachel King goes on. She'll be wanting to use that good draw. Began awkwardly as well for Bossy there first up. So I think if Outback Barbie steps, is more than capable of landing uh, board of midfield here. I wouldn't imagine Subpoena has set such a big task here. Went back off Barrier 11 first up. Barrier 5 now can be neutral on subpoena but definitely hold a spot midfield and nowhere near as great a task as what we saw first up so they're the two that i thought had the, the all the work to do first up um and that can do a lot less work in the run here and be closer in the finish as well all right and the last race we're going to look at is exactly that uh, race nine now i think Mars crusade is going to have to have nice broad shoulders here he's going to be odds on you know in, in the last golden rose day get out I think if the punters are looking at your map, though, they're going to be pretty pleased because you've got him just landing right behind the speed here. I see very little can go wrong for Mars Crusader. Uh, James McDonald takes over. Barrier 2 is ideal. Uh, 1,100 up to 1,400, but forget about that. The two 1,100 metres under the run, under the belt, say that the, the fitness will be absolutely spot on. There's not much speed here. Prime Candidate will just whiz across and do as he wishes. Mount Tabora goes forward. Mirror Vision's capable of being closer here, but Mars Crusader from two, even if he was half a length slow to step, just be able to slide through and be landing, running second, third, fourth with absolute ease. So I think there's zero concerns for Mars Crusader punters trying to blast out in the last. All right, so if something does happen, are you going to publish your uh, your email address so the punters can, can fire a few... Oh, look, I think my maps were probably below par last weekend. I'm the first to admit that. There were a couple of races I got wrong, and I uh, was sent a few screenshots of a few of the uh, Twitter army that weren't too impressed with them. So Keeping I apologise. <laughs> we are doing our best, but um, yeah, definitely last week was one of my more um, average weeks as far as the maps go. So I put my hand up to that and. I hope we're right this week and I hope that we can help them out and everything goes to plan. Just on the last race before we say our goodbyes, Prime Candidate looks to get pretty much control here. Um, Mount Tabora, is it capable of of at least making a play for the lead? Uh, I didn't think a play for the lead. Prime Candidate's pretty quick and got a real sort of leading style of rider on it. I don't think there's any upside for Mount Tabora going toe-to-toe with Prime Candidate early. I think they're better off just to hand up and be making the run with Mars Crusader. I don't, I don't think there's any upside there in fighting with Prime Candidate. Perfect. All right, well, that'll see us out, and we'll do it all again next week. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Brad. Look forward to it. Ta-da.